Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing here on May the 18th. Yes, we're here at 7am every single morning on New Zealand Sports Radio, bringing you the important sports news. And obviously this weekend, the Bundesliga um, has has returned. Super Rugby looks north to Japan. Um, NFL players have handed uh, um, themselves in. Um, and Grant Robinson, uh, the government, has announced money for sport. And to kick us off, we'll go straight into that football action. And um, let's start with the um, Belarusian Football League. Uh, and uh, yes, overnight, uh, Belashina drew one all with Verbitsk. Dynamo Minsk beat Isloch 1-0. And Rue Brest and Smolovich. He um, also fought out a nil-all draw. That means we have Bate atop of the league with Torpedo uh, and Energex into the um, top three. Slutz has dropped out of those European places, as we said, and Belashina still have, and, and Smolovic still have not won a game this season. Um, the uh, But Slavia and Gorodea have both dangerously slipped back towards that relegation area. Um, so you've got to say they need to get a win in the next couple of weeks to keep themselves safe. Over in the Bundesliga, um, we also had games overnight. Kohl uh, 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 drew two all with Minsk and Union, Union Berlin lost to Bayern Munich 0-2. We have one more game uh, tonight. Uh, Werber Ber, Bremen versus Bayern Luca Hazen. So uh, the final game of this return round for the Bundesliga. Bayern Munich are still top of the league ahead of Borussia Dortmund. Um, as, uh, there's the top two um, with um, Borussia Magaia also on their heels. In other... Um, and that's your sport. That's your football news for today. I can hand you over to Ashwin, who will take us through 
the cricket update. Well, morning, Paul, and good morning to everybody out there. Beautiful Monday morning, and um, let's all crack on into it. So, in cricket news, Men's T20 World Cup postponement on the cards. So, basically, it's looking more and more likely that the World T20 World Cup will be postponed so that the IPL can be held in October. Now, a clearer picture of this will come out on the 28th of May when the ICC board meets via um, video conference. So the final answer is expected to be known not until August in, in reality, but the drumbeats are beating louder and louder for that IPL tournament to go ahead in October, which would mean that the T20 World Cup will get bumped. Well, it's got to be played, so it'll be played a bit later. Now, if we look at these factors in play, one of the factors there is that Australia could leverage the situation to ensure that India tours Australia in uh, later this year. India are looking to push for that tour for that to be held purely in Adelaide. So that sort of all the machinations there seems to be likely. Delay of uh, delay of World T20 World Cup, IPL in October, rubber stamping of India's tour to Australia, all to be held in Adelaide. We'll see what happens as it goes along. Now, the only other factor there, obviously, is that COVID-19 situation in India isn't exactly great. They've actually been handling it pretty well, but the cases are on the rise. So I can't see how the government would allow for the IPL to go ahead if the uh, if, if the COVID-19 situation isn't under control. In saying that, like we commentated on swinging from the hips, BCCI wields a lot of power, and I wouldn't be surprised if they wield a lot of power with the Indian government as well. So let's stay tuned on the IPL front there too. Moving along, Scotland and Ireland have hosted just three World Cup matches between them. They're not World Cups, just World Cup matches. So both are declaring submissions to host the World Cups in 2023-2024 in the international calendar. Scotland have declared an expression of interest to host future ICC events, whereas Ireland have submitted an expression of interest to co-host the, in the next cycle. Now, this this is uh, any World Cup event. So it could be in the women's format. It could be in the men's format. It could be T20. It could be um, 50 over. So keep keep our eyes peeled for mat World Cup matches being hosted out of Scotland and Ireland. And in the no surprises category, New Zealand cricket has officially called off the tour of Europe. This included games against powerhouses Scotland, Holland, and Ireland. The final decision on the tour of West Indies is still to come. Now, there's some other implications there that the New Zealand cricket's also spoken about, and it all has to do with World Cups as well. At the moment, financially, these will be a little bit of a hit, nothing too major, but they've got to look at their summer program. Their summer program, if it doesn't include, include international matches, is going to take quite a hit to the pocket. And if the international matches don't go ahead, it's more than likely the Women's World for, uh, ODI World Cup will also not go ahead, well, as planned and will be postponed later. So there's a lot of balls in the air, a lot of decisions to be made that will be happening in the next couple of months that will be impacting quite a few cricket nations. So, Paul, that's the cricket update for today. Thank you very much, Ashwin. Um, we'll move on to the rugby news.
Um, and over in rugby, there's increasing talk around Japan potentially joining Super Rugby or Japan Japanese sides joining some sort of Super Rugby format. Um, Razor Robinson, the Crusaders coach, um, said that they that they have that it'd be interesting to play them with all the international players, um, and that it should be something. It says everything that needs to be uh, deserves consideration. Um, and we've also heard another story out of um, uh, Australia, also uh, talking about the same topic. So there's increased noise, but this is just media noise. We'll have to wait um, and see. Down in the Deep South and the rumours of Ben Smith's return to the Highlanders have been scuppered. Um, he has confirmed that he will not be returning to play, even though he thinks that the new format is a great uh, a great idea. He is, though, looking forward to um, playing some club rugby uh, in Green Island uh, and getting back to grassroots where it all started. So, uh, yeah, let's... Uh, hope that people remember the social distancing um, and all of that kind of stuff when that um, comes about. Now I'm going to hand you over to Stephen, who's going to take us through the birthday news. <laughs> well, good morning, Paul. I'm having a few uh, computer issues here, so I'm just going to have to go back to uh, to pretty much what is my, my, uh, my phone and just pretty much go from there. So I do apologise to all those viewers, but we kind of made it a little bit late, but we made it. And birthdays today, a New Zealand, a Māori and a Kiwi a League International from Heartland Rugby to Super Rugby and one of four skiing brothers. Josie, Josie Wells, born this day, 18th of May 1990, is a freestyle skier who represented New Zealand at the 2014 Winter Olympics in Sochi, Russia. Born in Awanaka, New Zealand, he won a bronze medal in the big year competition at the Winter X Games, or that's X Games 16s. Wells, who turns 30 today, his three brothers, Byron, Bo James, and Jackson, who are also competitive freestyle skiers. Now, Richard Judd, born this day, the 18th of May. I hope that coffee tastes really good, whoever's sipping it in the background. Um, Richard Dunn, born this day, the 18th of May, 1992, is a New Zealand rugby union player who plays for the Hurricanes in the Super Rugby competition. His uh, position of choice is a scrum half. Judd, who turns 28 today, started his career in 2010 with Heartland Rugby Team, Kems Valley, before moving to uh, near neighbours counties at Monaco in 2014. And finally, the BOP Steamers in the 2017 season. And uh, finally... Kore Harawera Naira, born this day, 18th of May, 1995, is a New Zealand professional rugby league footballer who last played as a second row forward for Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs in the NRL. Harawera Naira, who turns 25 today, previously represented New Zealand and New Zealand Māori at international level. Harawera Naira, who turns 25 today, previously played for the Penrith Panthers in the National Rugby League comp, and uh, that's our birthdays today. Back to you, fellas. Thank you very much, Stephen, for the birthdays today. Uh, under some technical issues, but I'm afraid you've uh, you've missed the big birthday yet again. That's twice in a week now. You've missed the big birthdays. You missed Alicia's birthday last week, and then you've gone and missed the founder of New Zealand Sports Radio, the person who's bringing 
the news to the people in the way that they want it. Yes, it's my birthday today. Happy birthday, Kenny. Oh, happy, happy, happy birthday, Paul. Steve, Steve, Steve. Steve. Happy birthday, Paul. I actually Googled you, but, mate, you didn't come up and you didn't come up on Google, brother. I'm so sorry. But happy birthday anyway. Yeah, happy birthday from all the hosts and presenters at New Zealand Sport Radio from all the shows across all the platforms. And uh, hope you have an awesome day. And I know you'll be having fun with the Whanau, uh later this evening. Thank you very much, Ashwin. Um, <laughs> moving on to... Um, the rest of our news in the um, NFL, uh, we talked about the armed robbery uh, that um, the two players were alleged or had had a uh, um, for, uh, arrest warrant released for them. That was uh, John A. Baker and Quinton Dunbar. Both of their uh, lawyers have come out and said that they have affidavits um, proving that uh, this that, that their clients are innocent, um, and both of them have now handed themselves in to police um if you uh, reading different um news articles uh, it, it depends whether there is one or two other accomplices also um, listed uh, wearing a red mask um, at least one of them so uh, so there's been two different reports in different some um, papers uh, as to how many other people were involved in that um armed uh, robbery and uh, aggravated assault uh, moving over to the um, supercars now, and the Auckland round of the supercars has been moved back to January in the revised calendar, making it the penultimate race of the season. And the reason for that is to hope is that they can hope to bring in the um, uh, or le leaving it as late as possible, so that we can have that Australasia bubble um, to um, allow the movement of the cars um, over here. Um, the first race back was looking to be at Sydney Motorsport Park on June the 27th and 28th, uh, obviously behind closed doors. Um, and the two uh, street race uh, uh, courses have been removed from the calendar. So it's all going to be on uh, remote, oh, well, on, on, on uh, permanent tracks, which obviously are much easier um, to control than, than the other ones. So we start off with Sydney. Um, they go then they go to the truck assist Winton, uh, Bet Easy Darwin, Triple Crown, Townsville, um, ORT the Bend, uh, Super Cheap Auto Bathurst 1000 is in October, or the 8th to the 11th, Prytec Perth, Tire Power Tasmania, Penrite Oil Sandown, ITM Auckland, and then Bathurst for the end of the season. Also, race days will be two, well, race weekends will be two days rather than the normal three. Can hand you back now to Stephen, who will take us through our NRL update. Oh, thank you, Paul. There's a bit happening too in league news this morning. Now, the New Zealand Warriors have lost first-choice prop Lesson Armal after scans confirmed he has picked up a ruptured pectoral, which was picked up in training in Tamworth on Friday. The 30-year-old who made 205 NRL appearances is expected to be sidelined up to four months after undergoing surgery. Armel will stay in Australia for his operation later this week before returning home. One of the club's most durable players, Armel, hasn't missed a game since returning home last season. The Kiwi International was the only player to appear in each of the Warriors' 24 games last season and also started the first 
two this year against Newcastle and Canberra. The Warriors are set to restart this season when they take on the uh, Dragons on uh, the uh, 30th of this month. I'll go to our uh, next story. And once again, to apologise using the phone here. Legendary rugby league figure Arthur Simmons has died at the age of 84 after a battle with cancer. The diminutive former Australian captain and a dual international who is immortalised on the NRL Premiership Trophy alongside Norm Proven passed away on Saturday night. Now, for anybody who's seen the NRL Trophy, it is huge, and he just happens to be one of the men on the statute on that particular trophy. Arthur emphasised everything that rugby league stands for. He was a talented player, a fierce competitor, and a wonderful character and extremely, pop, extremely popular with everybody, everyone. ARL Commission Peter Valande said, Summons who played for Western Suburbs led Australia in five unbeaten test matches from 1962 to 1964 and featured in the sport's most famous photograph known as the Gladiators, which captured him and, of course, proven the much taller man they were both covered in mud, and that happened, embracing each other after the 1963 Grand Final, won by St. George. And finally this morning, in breaking news, lucky I looked at the airwaves, you know, Rabbits star Cody Walker has gone to police to report a man who he says has been blackmailing him over damaging video footage involving the South Sydney 5-8. Nine News Network reporter Danny Wilder broke the story late last night after Walker informed the police that he had been asked to stump up with 20,000 to stop the video footage of him kicking a man in the chest from going public. The Rabbit and the NRL Integrity Unit are aware of the incident, with South Sydney acknowledging it's in a statement released late last night. I first became aware of this story yesterday evening and approached South Sydney about it today, Wheedler said. So there we go. We knew it was going to happen, fellas. Thanks. A bumper pack action lot on uh, terms of rugby league this morning. I'll see you all tomorrow. Hopefully we can get this PC up and working again. Thank you, Rob. Stephen, uh, for the uh, NRL update. Moving on then to the uh, funding for sports in New Zealand. Uh, and Grant Robinson has announced $265 million, uh, in assistance to recover from COVID-19. Uh, they'll be using Sports New Zealand and High Performance Sports New Zealand to uh, divvy the money up to the different sports um, organisations. The government will look at spending 83 million in short-term support to help sport um, uh, weather the initial shock. There'll be a second branch for 104 million um, in the medium term to help rebuild the sector uh, and go into national and regional organisations help them make changes to operate in a post-pandemic environment. And then there'll be 78 million for innovative approaches to deliver play, active recreation and sport into the future. Um, this will all be handed out over the next oh. four years. Um, the move, uh, so, And uh, also there was an announcement I saw on Twitter of um, uh, over 9 million uh, to be given to um, surf life-saving um, as a well, and that was looking at being a permanent uh, um, funding option for them. And finally, um, there has been some pole vaulting going on. Um, Katrina Stefinidi uh, wins the Women's Garden Pole Vault Challenge. She completed 34 successful jumps 
um, compared to American Katie Ingotti, who did 30 and 21 by Canada's Alicia Newman. The bar was set at four metres um, high uh, and they were competing over two 15-minute stints. So, yep, the uh, the Greek uh, Katrina managed a jump, uh, more than one jump every minute, um, which is pretty impressive. Um, in the men's version two weeks ago, Frenchman Rund Livellini, um, who came up with the idea, and Sweden Amanda Duplantis both cleared the same height 36 times, so just two more times more than she did. Um, and there was a there's been a suggestion that she takes on those two the two men. Um, she said, "Look, she'll need three weeks to recover. Clearly, it's a very different challenge to what they normally um, take. Um, but yep, she's up for." Uh, some sort of competition with the men. So look out for that one in the coming weeks. You have now started the day the best way, up to date with all of the important sports news. Um, don't forget to join us tomorrow and every day at 7am for the morning sports briefing. We still have one spot open for well for a team of two on Do You Know Sports on Wednesday evening. So do reach out for that. That's at 8pm on Wednesday and some amazing names we have lined up for the long talk this week. Julie Tilly, the beach ball international. Rennie Ranger, the all black. Um, Sean Callanan, the esports team owner. Uh, Jason Schumark, the um, Hawks Bay uh, um, assistant coach. And Jen Shearer, the CEO of Snow Sports, all lined up for the long talk at 2 p.m. each weekday. So, do sign up for that as well. Thank you, everybody, for watching and supporting New Zealand Sports Radio. Have a great day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.